got guests this morning. I'm sure you've recognized them already, so let them know that you appreciate their presence here this morning. Last week, I spoke on being wholehearted, you know, uh, being completely surrendered to God, and as I was thinking this week and praying and studying and the Lord just kind of seemed to just kind of want to progress that thought of uh, dealing with our heart. And, uh, you know, as I begin to think about being wholehearted, God said, well, that really means a healthy heart, spiritually, you know. And then I began to think about how Jesus used parables to teach the people, used natural things to teach spiritual truths, and God began to deal with me on just our natural heart and our natural makeup. And I just uh, want to share a little bit of that. But uh, really, the, the main emphasis of the message today is the fact that um, spiritually, we're all, in a sense, on the verge of a heart attack. And that's what I'm trying to get at is the fact, and I know what God was saying, was that our heart is being attacked by the enemy. So I want to just talk a little bit about our hearts and our makeup. You know, I was thinking about our heart and how it works, but the first thing that came to my mind was, well, you know, it takes a brain to make my heart work. And I began to think about the Trinity of God. Jesus said, I do nothing that my Father does not tell me to do. You know, and I always think of Jesus as being the heart of God. I don't know about you. And I thought, well, then God the Father must be the brain. He tells the Son what to do, and the Son beats and pushes blood through our life. I, you, know, I, you know, I just couldn't get over the fact of the blood. You know, the life is in the blood is what it says in the Bible. And I think we're beginning to realize that in our natural world through science and, and all those type of things. But also, spiritually, the life is in the blood of Christ. You know, if we've been washed in the blood of Christ, we have that new life. But the thing of it is, it needs to go through us every day. It needs to flow through our lives every day, the blood of Christ. You know, and then I got thinking about, well, what does the blood do? Well, it carries nutrients and oxygen to the rest of the body. And I begin to think about, you know, our lungs and breath. And I thought, ooh, Holy Spirit, the wind of God, the breath of God. And I got to thinking how all these work together. The brain speaks to the heart. The heart beats you know, the heart picks up the blood and the oxygen that's in the blood and moves it throughout our body and makes us strong and healthy. And uh, spiritually speaking, you know, it takes those three to give us a healthy heart. All those three working in combination together to give us a healthy heart. And so, you know, in a sense, it's the same way in our natural body. You know, we hear a lot today, I, I guess, in a sense, about heart failure. You know, people's you know, succumbing to heart failure. And I don't know if there's anybody here that's had a heart attack or not. I have not, you know, thank the Lord for that. But I just, you know, was thinking about it and reading about it and it was talking about, you know, some of it is just hereditary. Some of the heart, you know, defects that we have in our life are hereditary. Some come because of, you know, our diet and our lifestyle and things like that. And I got to thinking about our life in God, our spiritual life, it's kind of, the same way in a sense, you know, you know, what are you feeding your spiritual man? You know, are you giving him a good, healthy diet? You know, are you taking care of him? Are you, you know, letting God exercise your spirit? 
You know, sometimes we don't like to be uncomfortable in the things we do for God, but a lot of times that's what exercises us. That's what really makes us strong is being exercised by God. And I was just thinking about all these things and the fact that God's desire is for us to have a healthy heart. You know, but we need to realize that there's an enemy that is attacking our heart, wants to attack our heart. And you're going to find in, in the life of a church, there are some that are not so susceptible to heart attacks, and there are some that seem to be on the verge a lot, you know. And I, I can't explain it. The only thing I can do is look at the natural and say, well, it must be because of you know, what we're feeding ourselves? Are we really intaking good things? Or are we allowing bad things, you know, take over in our life? And I was, I was reading in Proverbs 23. I want to just read these two verses. Eat ye not the bread of him that has an evil eye, neither desire you his dainty meats. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, says he to you, but his heart is not with you. See, it's saying here that what we partake of in our life, in a sense, you know, shows or makes us what we are and who we are in Christ. So it's very important. There's a scripture that talks about guarding our heart, you know. And I think a lot of times when you go to a doctor and they talk to you about maybe changing your diet, and and I'm saying this because I just went to the doctor and they told me to change my diet. (laughs) And, uh, you know, that we begin to think about, you know, what do I need to make my heart healthier? What can I do to make it better? You know, we kind of get that examination, that, you know, look at what's going on in our lives. And sometimes we just need to do that spiritually. We just need to stop and say, you know, am I really doing all for my heart for God that I can? Am I really, you know, fending off the heart attacks that the enemy tries to put upon me? You know, I don't. Well, I think probably most of you realize that we're in a battle. You know, we, once we got saved, we, we entered into a battle. It wasn't really probably so tough until we accepted Christ into our life. And then the battle began to rage. And I want you to think about it, you know. The enemy comes at you as a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may devour. You know, he's loud, he's bold, he's brash. You know, and I was just thinking about how God stands up against that in, in really in peace in quietness I mean, I'm not saying that God is a weakling you know but Jesus is very confident in where he is and what he has in our hearts the enemy rages Jesus just speaks calmly to us you know and lets us know but your heart is under attack the enemy would desire that you would turn back from your decision to serve Christ or that you would not enter into a decision to serve Christ he wants to control your heart, you know. And I, I found something so interesting. I was thinking about, you know, when I was talking about the head and the heart. And, and the Bible says that Jesus is the head of the church. So I looked that up just to begin to see what it was. And it, it comes from another root word, capto. And it means in the sense of seizing. I want you to just think about this. And it says that this definition of head is the part most readily taken hold of. I want you to think about that. Where do you struggle in your spiritual life? It's in your thought life. It's in your head. The enemy desires to seize your head or your thought life. 
But remember what we just read? As a man thinks in his heart. You know, it's our heart in a sense that we think with spiritually. Our head is our natural way of thinking and that gets us into trouble a lot of times. But when our heart begins to think askew, we're in trouble. You know, and also with our minds. We need to make sure that we keep our heads and our hearts in sync. That they're performing together. You know, I haven't done any studies on it and I don't know what it's like, but I'm sure that there must be probably some disease that is a disconnect between the brain and the heart. Where maybe the heart doesn't get the message from the brain and it doesn't beat correctly. I, I don't know. But I'm just thinking, you know, in our lives, if we're not thinking like Christ and if we're not acting like Christ, we're a mess. You know, to know to do good and do it not, it's sin. You know, to have a head knowledge of what to do but not a heart doing that, we're missing it. So I want to just encourage you this morning. Take time to assess your heart. You know, are you feeding it properly? Are you exercising it properly? I'm not talking physically. That, that's not my job. My job is spiritual. I, I want to challenge you to take a look at your spiritual heart. Because know it or not, you're under attack. There is one that desires to take your heart. And not for good pleasure. Hallelujah. So I want you just to think about that. The head in the sense of seizing. Don't let your thought life be taken captive by the enemy. Because that will influence your heart. We need to make sure that we're doing all we can to stave off that heart attack. And in all reality, you know, it's not that hard. It's just living for Christ. Doing what he asks us to do. I know sometimes that maybe seems oversimplified. But that there's a scripture that talks about, you know, I pray that you have not lost the simplicity that is in Christ. Christ is simple, you know. Obey, follow, you know. What he commands us to do, he doesn't do it so that we feel downtrodden or, you know, browbeaten. He does it for our good. That's what his commands are all about. They're for our good, for our betterment, for our heart's health. Hallelujah. So have a healthy heart. Have a whole heart in God. You know, the only way you can do that is through Jesus Christ. You know, it's not about all the reading that you can do or, you know, all the praying that you can do. If Christ is not the center of that desire for a better heart, you will not have a better heart. It's He that is the heart, in a sense. It's His blood that runs through our veins, that life-giving blood of Christ. So be healthy. Be wholehearted in Christ. Uh, and if you're doing that, you'll stave the attack of the enemy. You will not, you know, suffer a heart attack in Christ. Hallelujah. Father, I want to thank you for the truth of your word. Lord, I thank you that you speak to us and Lord, that we are to guard our heart. For out of it are the issues of life. Lord, really, in what I understand, Lord, our heart speaks of our soul. And the Bible says that the soul that sinneth, it shall die. So really, Lord, the battle is for our soul. When we die, the spirit returns to God. Our body returns to the ground from which it came. But there's a soul in that mixture that the decision which it makes depends 
or decides where it goes. Help our soul or our heart be whole and healthy. Lord, may we commit it unto you. Lord, may we do all that we can through you to keep it healthy. Lord, you're a great physician. Lord, you know just how to keep us healthy spiritually. May we follow your instructions, Lord, and listen carefully to what you say to us. I thank you for your presence here today. I thank you for each and every one that has heard this word. I just pray, Lord, that it would bring forth much fruit in our lives. Father, before I close, I just want to lift up Robin. Signs to you, Lord. There was a message sent out that she's got a surgery coming up this week. And, Lord, there's much need of help. I know the ladies have started a food train for her. And, Lord, it uh, sounded like she needed other help as far as babysitting, maybe, maybe even financially. But, Father, just pray that you will just be with that family, Lord, and, and cause their faith to be built even stronger upon you. Hallelujah. Lord, I want to pray also for Eunice this morning. Uh, she's been battling uh, shingles, yes. I was thinking rickets, and I knew that wasn't it. Shingles, and I just pray, Lord, that you will just be with her, Lord, and, and give her strength and health, Lord, that you will heal her and touch her. Father, we just uh, stand with her and stand with her in her faith. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you for each and every one that's here. Just pray as we go from this place, Lord, that you will bless our time and our life. And Lord, give us a week of boldness and strength in you. In the name of Christ, amen. You're dismissed this morning.